Welcome to the Panic Button Podcast, brought to you by XXXChurch.com. Each episode, Craig Gross answers a question or two that has got you in a panic. No topics are off limits, and all questions are encouraged. Here is your host, Craig Gross. So this question came in today from a wife, and it was so long. And there's two questions in there. So I know I only address one on a podcast, but they go together. So her first question is, my husband said he would never look at porn again. Why does he continue? So my husband told me this, but he continues to do that. And then she followed it up with a question that says, I don't understand why he won't take ownership for his life, his issues, his shit, and clean up his mess. So they're kind of two in the same. And, and guys, if you're listening to this, or women, you're either a man or a woman. I know we're in a world where we say, well, no, I'm a... My daughter told me there's like five, 50 types of individuals now. I was like, no, there's just men or women, whatever. Um, that's what they try to tell her at school. So whoever you are, if you're that dude, don't tell your wife you're never going to look at porn again. Let's be honest. You're going to look at porn again. Like, just be honest. Um, second thing is, and, and, I'll, and I'll dive more into that, but like, don't make promises you can't keep. So if you got caught looking at porn and then you go, I'll never do it again. No, you got caught. If you come clean and you confess and you tell your wife, hey, you know what? You didn't catch me, but I've had a revelation and I want to put this on the table and tell you this. I probably still wouldn't commit to never looking at it again because like, I mean, it's, it's unrealistic. So now maybe for some of you, maybe for, for, you know, there's that guy that goes, no, I swore it off and I've never looked at a day in my life. But I, I don't want to set you up for failure. So I'd rather say what, now if you, got, if you confessed and you didn't get caught, you have that conversation and you say, you know what? I don't want to do this and I know it hurts you and I know it's not good for me. So I do not want to keep looking at porn. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to do these things and put these things in place so I don't go down that road. You know what? I hope I don't go down that road and I'm putting these things in place and if there's anything else that you think I, I missed or I've at, need to add, I would love to, to hear those. And don't ask your wife. Don't be that douche that's like, oh, well, what do you want me to do? Dude, you got yourself into this hole. You climb yourself out of it. Like... You figure it out. Like, well, should I get rid of my iPhone? Yeah, if you're looking at porn on your iPhone, then like, yeah, maybe get a light phone. Um, if you need a filter, you need a filter. If you need, like, if you need to move the TV out of your room, you need to move it out of your room. Like, you think through, make a freaking list and say, hey, you know what? This is killing me. I don't want this. Like, if, if the doctor told me today I can't have sugar in my diet, guess what I got to do? I got to write down all the things I eat and then go, do they have sugar in them or not? And then start eliminating them. Same thing here. It's not rocket science, guys. Like, where do you find porn? Why do you look at porn? Where do you go to, f- like, all those things. Start writing it down and then go, 
okay, in order to do that, I can't just eliminate it and go burn it like back in eighth grade when I had to burn my Van Halen tape. No, you've, that's not going to work. That's like uh, white knuckle change, so to speak. So you've got to just like, oh, bouncy eyes for the 80th time. No, like I've got to get to the root of some of this stuff of like, man, I look at porn when I'm angry. All right, so I got to deal with my anger differently. Like these are bigger issues that men have a hard time figuring out. Men have a hard time doing anything, not business related, but like when it comes to family, when it comes to your personal life, I just talking to the clinical psychologist. She goes, women will buy any product for their marriage that they go, man, my husband will do this. Like this is easy enough. And so for you're asking a guy's telling you, hey, I, I don't want to look at porn. And he's, well, he's saying, I'm never going to look at porn again. Well, dude, if you've never done the work to get there to figure out why you're looking at porn in the first place, don't make that commitment. Do the work. It's hard work. Start figuring it out. I mean, we've got a bunch of different programs in the ministry, whether it's X3 Pure, whether it's My Pilgrimage, stuff that's going to lead you down that path and it's going to open up kind of the wound and it's going to kind of say, okay, yeah, this is how we can correct that. You've got to make the next step. So why does, uh, why does my husband say he's never going to look at porn and then he looks at porn? Because it's hard. Like gyms love January because we all go back and sign up. Guess what gyms love even more than January? February, March, April, May, June, July, August, September, October, November, December. Because you're not in the gym, but you're still paying for it because you, you feel bad for quitting but you never joined. Like you joined, you never went. Or you went for a month and then you you know dropped off. Why does, he doesn't not love you. He just doesn't want to do the work. The work isn't just work, it's painful. And it's hard. So I think, you know, you're, you're, you're disappointed, but I would rather go, look, okay, that's fine if you're going to keep looking at porn. But I want you to come back to me and tell me, like, why are you looking at this and what's it doing? And what did you know? What did you find out about yourself through this experience? And then have a conversation, not just, oh, you looked at porn. I'm crying. You're not. You're mad. I'm not like you don't care. I care. Like, no, that cycle's broken. It doesn't work. Dude, that that hurt me. I don't like that you did that. You need to figure out why you're doing that and we need to have a conversation about it and then let's continue conversations. You don't have to be his accountability partner, but I would sure as hell ask him like, who is your accountability partner and where are you going to find this? And then there comes the point where you could be his mom or you can be his wife. And this is where I would say, like I'm not advocating for divorce over porn, but when this gets into affairs, when this gets into... And dudes, you need to listen. Like if your wife doesn't want to be your mom and you don't want another mom. So that relationship's now toxic when she's the nag and she's just, you know, harping on you and she doesn't trust you. And then it's no, like that's not a good relationship. So it's like you want to be able to go, man, this hurts you. I know. And I'm working through it. And here's my plan of action. And you know what? I'm, be, I'm willing to be held accountable to this plan. Not my porn use. I'm, I'm being willing, you know what? I'll talk to this guy about this. I'll do this. And you know what? I'm working the plan. I'm working the program. Like that's all you guys can, all you can do and all you can hope for. And if somebody doesn't want to work on something in themselves that's hurting your relationship, then that's when you got to go, dude, I'm, I, I don't know. Peace out. Like if, 
once again, if there's an affair, I mean, there's grounds for a divorce in a lot of this stuff. And I'm just saying, I always tell my wife, we're either working on it or we're not. If you get to a place where your husband repeatedly says, I'm not willing to work on it, he's saying, I, I don't value the relationship. The commitment I made to you at the altar doesn't mean anything. And I'm not willing to put in the time and the work. I think you got every right to go, look, then I don't want to be married to that because I want to work on something or we're not. Like if we're working on it, we're working on it. Why does my husband not take responsibility and own his shit? You know, what else did she say? Like, um, I can't understand why he won't take ownership for his life, his issues, his shit and clean up his mess. It's hard work. It's painful. There's trauma, possibly. There's deceit. There's lies. There's stuff that he's not proud of. There's resentment. There's all sorts of things. So I don't think your husband's a bad dude. I don't think he wants to deceive you. I don't think he wants to let you down. I don't think he wants to look at porn. But because he's doing that, he can't come face to face knowing that like, man, this is like, this is too much. It's overwhelming. And man, I just, I don't know where to begin. And that's the point where I think it's sad. Most men need to hit rock bottom before they make any change. It sucks. It sucks. Why do I have to lose something in order to gain, you know, get that and then go work for years to get it back? But most people won't do it. You know, I mean, we're, we're, they won't do the hard work until they're forced to, whether that means losing the marriage, losing the job, going to jail, like something drastic happens. And then you go, okay, now I get it. I won't do that again. When you're in the middle of the relationship and it just seems like too much work, you're like, dude, uh, playoffs are on tonight. Like, that is so much easier to just check out because most men like he's providing he's got a job he's got other responsibilities so to add one more thing to this is just overwhelming i'm recording this in my bedroom right now and i have a pile of clothes i don't know how high it is my kids do the wash their kids they we're teaching them how to do the wash even though as an adult those aren't things that i do as an adult but they're learning good things, but they don't put it away. So mine's just stacked up and it gets to the point where I'm like, oh, I got a trip coming up. Like, oh, I'll just pack out of that stack of stuff. My wife doesn't understand. She's tripped on it, I think several times. And I just now work out of the pile and you think it's so easy to just put it away. And I, I say the same thing to my wife, like, well, you could just throw it in my drawers if it's that easy. But it's sitting there and it's just like, it just gets bigger and bigger. But that idea of like, to the point where it's finally going to get overwhelming and maybe eventually I'll, I'll deal with it. And I think this is another thing that your husband deep down inside doesn't want to deal with. He knows he has to. And I think you have to give him a little bit of space, but then you also have to say, dude, I've given you 15 years of space. So I'm out. Like I'm out if you don't work on this. And I think guys do. I'm not, I'm not afraid of ultimatums. Like, hey, if you don't clean up this stuff, like, it's out. Like, if my wife, we just went to Goodwill, dropped some stuff off. If my wife says, hey, if tomorrow this stack's still there, I'm taking it to Goodwill if it's not, if it's still on the floor, it's going to Goodwill. Now, she wouldn't do that because that's a bad analogy. She wouldn't do that to me. She'd like to do that. But if she said that to me, at nine o'clock, they're picking, that stack would be gone tonight. There would be urgency. That's how I operate. Like, if it's not urgent, if it's not like, ah, and this thing is another thing that he doesn't want to get to, he feels bad and he doesn't have a way out. Most men don't have friends. Like, man, 
and, and I'm not just saying most men, most men dealing with this stuff now, it, it creates such a cloud over you, you don't have friends. You don't have people in your life that speak life into you. You're, he's not in a small group. He's not in an accountability group. He doesn't have a mentor. He, doesn't, he can't talk to you, let alone can he talk to somebody else about this. So he's stuck. Like we've got an online small group program. We got 950 people in it. So we can find him a friend. We can find him an accountability partner. We can f- All he's got to do is freaking sign up for it. Take some initiative. Like these men that are just buried in their sin, buried in this deceit. And then it's like that picture I see right now in my head is like they're underneath that stack of clothes in my, in my room. Like they're just buried and it's overwhelming. But dude, for guys, take one step and bring it to your wife and go, look, I screwed up. I suck. I, I don't want this, but I can't honestly tell you I'll never do it again. I don't want to do it again, and I'm going to take these steps. And you know how I found these steps? I didn't just make them up. I went and made a phone call. I went and found a guy that, that got rid of this stuff out of his life. I asked him what he did. I went and read a book. Yeah, I'm a dude, and I read a book. And, and I, I wrote down some things. You know what? I went and watched three or four videos that I found online. Like, it's, I'm tired of the women doing all the work for the man. Like, no, dude, he's got eyes and he's got ears. He can put a freaking podcast in. He can watch a video. He could read a book. He could call a friend. He could do all those things. And the fact that he's doing none of them, that's why you're in this hole. So you didn't marry, you married a dude that should be leading your family, leading your marriage, and leading his way out of this. But he's buried in this stuff. And if he's not doing it, he's not... Like, it's not what you signed up for. And I'm not saying say peace out tomorrow, but I'm saying, man, I might say, hey, goodwill is coming at nine tomorrow. And that stuff better be picked up because I'm not living like this. And try and get some attention. I'm not a counselor. I'm not like, man, this is just practical stuff because I've seen it. I've seen like, oh yeah, let's just sit in counseling for 18 weeks and then just hear about our feelings. No, that doesn't work. Like, man, there's a point for good counseling and there's, there's too much bad counseling that just gets you back in the chair and doesn't give you practical advice. You ask the question, you're in a panic. I'm telling you right now, tell your husband and if the husband could just listen to this podcast, say, you know what? I'm so fed up with your actions and what you're doing that you can't clean up your own mess that I wrote into this podcast and do yourself a favor and listen to this 10-minute podcast and then tell me what you're going to do. And if you don't want to take the time to do anything and start making a list, then I don't think we're going to make it. So I appreciate that you would actually listen and then follow up with me and put it in his court. And then all you got to do, I mean, I'm not saying that's going to turn around tomorrow, but hopefully something that just light some fire in him that goes, man, I don't want this. He doesn't want this life. He just doesn't know how to get out of it. And if he'd read a book, if he'd call up, if he'd actually, where's his email? Why didn't he write in? Because he just, he's like paralyzed. And that's what sucks. Like, you know, the Bible says sin clouds your vision from seeing Christ clearly. Like there's this fog. And you know, when you're foggy and you're driving, you can't see what's in front of you. He can't see what's in front of him. And he's just buried in this stuff. So you clear some of that stuff out. Use those windshield wipers and, you know, hopefully wipe away some of that fog. And not that your windshield wipers wipes away the fog, but you get what I'm saying. Like, and help this guy. You can't fix him, 
but you can maybe light that kind of match that that just goes no she's serious this time i can't keep screwing her over, around like this like she means business that doesn't mean you you become his mom and you create the plan and you write the plan and you put the diaper on him don't do that no there's he could find an sa group tonight in his city he could find a group at a church like he could go anywhere and get some answers Man, tell him you don't expect the moon, but you expect some change. And I'm fired up just, just talking just talking about this because I see it every day. And something that we keep telling people, not we, but like whatever we keep hearing, whatever we keep doing, that doesn't work. Stop telling your wife you'll never look at porn again. Like, man, don't, don't lie to her. And then stop saying you're going to do something and not do it. Like, try and figure out... And instead of talking to me and asking for a third party, a husband, sit down with your wife and go, we've got shit that we've got to figure out in our marriage that is putting up walls and let's attack this stuff. Like, let's give it a go. We're either working on this or we're not. That's what I got. For listening to the Panic Button Podcast. If you want Craig to answer your question on an upcoming episode, please email panicbutton at xxxchurch.com. Or if you're using the Anchor app, please go to your user profile, tap the message button, and hit record, and then hit save, and then send it.